1: Yeah
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, you already know what time it, is. time it is. It's that official time Where we take this worldwide. Wide, let's go. Let's go. Listen. Listen. So now it's time to turn it up. Surf the radio waves as we begin to burn it up.
1: Episode 412. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. We are live in living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby. Yeah. Episode 412, I'm uh, really excited about this one. Uh, this is my buddy. Uh, he is a one of the talks of the town, a, a very buzzing topic here. Uh, he is uh, one of the most intimidating people in the whole entire world. Uh, he has muscles who look like babies, and uh, he is uh, absolutely jacked to the max. Uh, I think this is his third time on the show. This is his first video uh, interview Q&A here. Uh, So y'all know how it is in the PNP Nation. Uh, Give him a warm welcome once again on the show, ladies and gentlemen. He is the Swolverine, Brian Cage. How are you tonight, sir? Hey, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, man. Doing good. Doing all right. Awesome, man. Great to have you on the show tonight, man. Thanks for having me. I know. It's my third
0: time on the show?
1: Third time, man. I didn't, didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> Christopher says your muscles have muscles. So yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, the left, the left, the left bicep's a little weak right now, but the rest is still all right. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, speaking of that, man, how you feeling, man? What's that? Uh, what's the update, man? What's what's the deal? What's, uh, you what's know what? I actually feel great. Um, I feel like I'm definitely ahead of schedule when it comes to the healing
0: department. And, uh, you know, whenever, whenever I'm, uh, you know, hurt or down or can't work out or wrestle, whatever the case would be, it always gets you depressed. It always gets you like, ah, oh, like kind of, you know, and, and, and just the, uh, the bummer mix going on. Mm-hmm. But, uh, this being the first injury I've ever had to have surgery for in my 14 year career, I'm actually have been more positive and like totally fine
1: mm-hmm. during this
0: injury than I have with any minor or major injury ever before. So that being said, mentally I'm I'm in a phenomenal place and that um surprised that I've been able to just be so positive about it. And uh, I think that's also a little a little helpful in the fact of how well I'm I'm doing and how fast I'm healing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, is there a particular timeline or just kind of planted by um, your
0: you know I'm 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 hoping to be back within the next uh, two or three months. Okay. But um it, it's I mean I only had surgery what almost three and a half weeks ago? So it's still too early to like have a for sure predicament or a predicament prediction. Yeah. Um, but hopefully within a few weeks, I'll, I'll have a better outline of
1: that. Yeah, yeah. What well, what actually was the surgery? What did they have to do?
0: Uh, they had a, like here, like I'll move the phone. A yeah. Yep. So like, where's oh,
1: it?
0: Wow. there's the scar of my forearm right there. Wow. Oh, well, you can see that with the lighting, but
1: yeah, I see um, it. You see it.
0: But so yeah, they had to come up open that part of my forearm. And then go up my arm and then fish out the tendon wherever it was, and then pull it back down and then drill a hole and stuff my tendon back into uh my radius and then they seal it on both sides with this like metal metal button of some sort or whatever to make it attached and be stronger than before.
1: yikes, that's uh. You know your your finisher's the drill claw and uh you actually got <laughs> you actually got it on you man uh yeah I got the drill it, yeah yeah I <laughs> did drill through yeah that is intense man yikes yeah uh did you did you pull that in a match or something yeah yeah it was um it was, a, it was the day before
0: um hard to kill mm-hmm. um it was it just a small indie show in south texas um, is at this big convention? Actually, Samuel Guevara was there with me just for the convention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in the match, um, I was working Masada and I had him in a waist lock. Yeah. Grand like, towards the ropes and he ducked. So I like went through the middle rope to the floor. I, I went onto a trash can, but, um, the ropes were just so loose when like I grabbed onto the rope to base on it. Mm-hmm. There was just like nothing there. So it just feels like you're free falling. So instinctively, like, you start to, like, fall. Like, oh, you just react and grab. So I grabbed onto the rope, and it just came out with me. Like, it was so stretchy and elastic It just came out with me. And so it was, like, my whole body weight in the air with momentum versus just my one arm holding me. And it just, like, recoiled on the rope and snapped it off right away instantly. Oh. Like, if, if you see it, though, it looks like nothing happens. It looks like it just goes to the rope. I land on the trash can. Yeah. I roll away. Fine as can be. But it was just that split second. It just
1: right off. Wow. Wow. And, and, like, what was your immediate thoughts after that? Like, man, I'll be gone for a while, finish it up. Like, right away, uh, well,
0: I was, well, I looked at my arm because, like, cramped, like, up. And, I'm like, no, did I just turn my bicep? And then, like, relax, and I was just, like, it hurt. It wasn't crazy painful, but it hurt. And, uh, I, I just had, like, I couldn't, like, move my arm. Like, I had, like, the strength in my arm. and I felt like if I tried to use it or do anything, it would, you know, I was going to mess it up more than it would really hurt. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. So we, we went to the finish pretty quick after that. And uh uh I actually was supposed to go over too and I was like I was like, No, 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 no. I'm like just just give me your skewers, do something to me because I she wanted the drill claw. I'm like there's no way I could drill claw. you don't want to break your neck. I can't you out for it. Yeah. Um, but uh uh yeah, right away I'm I'm thinking like, Oh crap, you know, what, what's gonna happen? Am you know, gonna have to have surgery? Like why don't
2: we like, have this tomorrow?
0: And then the question I his mind, which I was thinking too, like, oh my contract expires after that with impact. Hard to kill is my last date. Yeah. And I'm like, I was I was getting all these different offers uh, coming through. Um and then I'm like, well great, now I'm gonna be hurt and usually who's gonna sign you when you're when you're when you're hurt. It's like, you know, you're not gonna go buy a car from the dealership. And then I'd be like, "Oh, hey, by the way, you can't drive it for a few weeks. Like, hey, what? <laughs>
1: right.
0: what, what, what's the point of that? Right?
1: Or you buy the car and be like, oh, by the way, I have to, uh, I have to renew my license. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It'll take me about a couple months. Can you keep that car here for a second? I have to renew my license. <laughs> so yeah, looks like somebody blowing you up, man. <laughs> I know. You, I know. You're at the talk of the town. you you're, you're Mister Ignite so yeah yeah, no problem man <clears throat> take care of your business um uh, all right so uh we've we got a bunch of questions uh that's loading up here before we ask those questions uh i want to go ahead and uh, we, we talked to we talked a bunch uh we chatted a bunch before right, and uh, what to talk about, man? Is it is, is that the day of life of Brian Cage, Ray? right? I know, I know. <laughs> uh, it, might be, it might be an offer, man. Uh, <laughs> 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 it might be uh, someone call you from Jacksonville or Atlanta or Tampa, right? <laughs> Somebody is blowing up is, it, is that is that is it Melissa if it's Melissa go ahead and answer it <laughs> No 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 it's fine it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah and that that actually made that actually made you freeze up so oh there you go. you're good now there you go um, yeah, that was funny man. you you are it goes to show how busy Brian Cage is and now everybody here on the pancakes of Power Sam show. We should feel privileged uh, that we (laughs) were able to get Brian Cage, seeing how everybody blows him up. Uh, What is it? uh, About 8.22 your time? West Coast? West Coast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, But yeah, before we uh, get to those questions, uh, so before people keep blowing you up... we talked about uh, uh, WWE. You talked about WWE before on your when you were on the show before, uh, and just um, how your experience there wasn't the best. Uh, it, it definitely uh, could have been better, but you did learn from it. Uh, you did learn a lot from it. You did learn some perseverance from it, uh, uh, and just how to you know be stronger and just really have an opportunity to uh, really kind of create your own brand um and that's exactly what you did over the past few years so um just uh, any other thoughts on wwe any advice that you got from someone any backstage stories that you can think of
0: um well you know i still love my time being there um mm-hmm. uh, my goal the whole time when i wanted to be a wrestler I, I just told everyone i'd be signed by the time i was 24 and uh, which is what i accomplished mm-hmm. um yeah but i don't like i, I love being there i had a great time being there um uh, I made you know a lot of good friends, had a lot of awesome matches, um, a, a lot of uh, a lot of good things from Norman Smiley. Became um, really good friends with him. He helped out a lot, and I think is hands down the best trainer that there
1: is. Your voice went out. Your voice went out for some reason. You hear what I said? Uh, Norman Smiley had learned a lot yeah. from him, yeah. and then. You went out. Uh, i Dr. Tom Pritchard is probably like, the best uh, trainer. Like, Try to bring your phone up because it it was just fine before. I think it, the the volume is jacking said, it up. Tom Pritchard was like the best
0: uh, trainer of all time. I, I there we go. Say,
1: sure. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, that, that's that's good. <clears throat> cool. cool. The big wiggle. <laughs> I love Norman Smiley <laughs> in WCW. Uh-huh.
3: Before too, I was, I was
0: first and uh, I remember when I would like always constantly, you know, push or ask or or blow Tom up or what, like just try to do whatever I could to get signed. Mm-hmm. He would always told me too, like, don't worry, you're not being a pest, you're being persistent, and that's you know, he said that's good. Just keep doing your yeah. thing, keep on through your grind. And then Deep South closed down, and I moved back to California. I never got signed, and then I don't know what it, what was it like, six to eight months later. I ended up getting signed. after that, I, I show up in FCW, so it's like almost like a year later. And then here I am now, finally under the tutelage of, of Tom with the developmental deal. So, mm-hmm. um, and I remember he, he even pulled me in front of the class, like the first day there, and just kind of like shared my story.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I remember last time we were on the I last time you were on the show, I was uh, rooting for you winning the um the impact world championship and it was right before you did because I think you had the X division championship um that at that time I interviewed you or before or, or slightly before and I remember uh just really rooting for you man and it was it it was good to have that finally happen man. How was that crowning moment when you when you did it? how did you feel? When I won the X division title? The the world championship.
0: Oh, the world championship. Yep. Um well, that was awesome because, like, oh. the million-dollar question was, like, why am I not a major player? Like, you have all the tools, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm no one's really giving me the opportunity. So, to finally go out there and accomplish that um, was huge. Obviously, um, it wasn't the match I wanted to have, and I got hurt, and I uh, I persevered through it, and it was it was hell. Um, it was everything, everything hurt. Any move I took, any move I gave, any step, everything was just killing me after I crushed my back Mm -hmm. on that Spanish fly. So, I mean, it was awesome to be able to win the world title and have that moment. But obviously that moment, to me, was super tainted a little bit because it just wasn't the the glory, you know, excitement moment and the amazing match that we had in mind that we wanted to do to, you know, especially because me and John had such a great program building up to that big title change. And I felt like it's like I'm watching a really good movie and then having the engine just suck. Ah, like, oh. so yeah. but I mean, hey, it still happened. Um, and my match with Elgin when I first defended the title, I thought was amazing. I thought that was that was really the match of the year. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy with that, and that match meant a lot to me too because I was like my first match back after uh, after being out for a long time, and uh, I was I was worried. Cause I wasn't sure, you know, how well I'd be able to deliver. You know how healthy I was or wasn't because I wasn't cleared yet. And uh, uh, we, we, we tore it up. And I'm real happy
1: with that match. Nice. Yeah, I forgot about the Spanish fly. I'm going back on our text messages and I remember texting you on April 29th to say congrats on the Impact Championship win, man. Long overdue. No more Spanish fly bumps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Too? It's funny. I Like something
0: inside me too, like when, when we call that spot, like something in my gut was like, mm, I don't want to take that. And I was like, no, oh, no, no, quit being a wuss, Brian. Just take, just take the move. You're fine. And, well, I should have listened to my instinct because it wasn't fine. It wasn't fine at all. No, that,
1: that was a, just a meaning sick spot, man. I was like, I remember seeing that. And I was like,
0: oh, man. Well, people don't realize, too, and that's why I shouldn't have taken it, is those pads on the outside aren't even our pads. They're not mm-hmm. like the pads like we had at Lucha Underground or WWE or anywhere. The pads in that venue at that spot. Or like gym pads. What I mean by it's like like pads so you do break the floor. Not pads yeah. so they can pad G. So
2: essentially, like i was bumping on just like the solid
0: floor. Like it, it was, it wasn't a good call.
1: A yeah. Good call. <laughs> yeah, Just in the moment, man. You know, it's, it, it be beca- it bites you in the butt sometimes, or in that in that case, in the back. Uh, all right, let's go through some of these uh, questions, man. Uh, I'll let you go because I know you got a lot to take care of. Uh, let's start with uh, Elvis Axe Cage. Who would you love to work with that you haven't had the chance to work with?
0: Uh, my number one G match has always been AJ Styles.
1: Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. There's some uh, talks of him and Taker going on at Mania, man. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, that'd be rad. I mean, well, well you what,
0: like, like the Mania matches with Taker, obviously Taker, you know, he can still pull out a little bit. He's not himself. Um, but also like now that he's lost and lost more than once, mm-hmm. it's 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 not the same. And that's that's kind of a unique matchup, but I mean, just to throw it out there as a fan too, I feel like that's no one's out the taker, but I feel like that's a little bit of a waste of AJ's uh talent. I feel like he could be in a much better uh solid you know, wrestling match as opposed to that. I don't I don't think he needs he doesn't need that rub. And I don't know how much that rub is anymore anyways, but um I would I would prefer to see AJ in a different match, but
1: mm-hmm. who knows. <laughs> makes sense uh mike is asking uh you've been wrestling john rye for eight years now your thoughts on taking the flip and also uh turning down uh him turning down NXT and AEW. um
0: the flip the flip is right i remember i was in a hotel room with low key of all people the night the flip happened the first time in japan and he sends me pictures of it he goes man i just flipped this guy with my dick he goes japan's weird mm-hmm. and uh you know, little did he know it would become so over and so viral instantly, and that's all he has to do now. Um, no, Joey's a good friend of mine. I think the, the dick stuff is hilarious. It gets over. I have no issue taking their, or, or ever doing anything dick related. Um, him turning on NXT and AEW, um, I can see why he'd want more control. That's why he wouldn't want to go to NXT. And it's it's also, uh, believe it or not, for what they would offer him for a developmental deal, it would be a big pay cut for him. And then, from what I understood, AEW wasn't keen on him doing the dick stuff. And I think that's why he went with Impact, because Impact was, was okay with him doing that.
1: Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, the the, the penis stuff, uh, from, from a big, you know... Uh, from a kind of standards sure. and practices standpoint of of uh, TB of TNT, you know, what I mean it's it makes sense that uh, they. Oh, depend, for sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Impact owns their network, so they can do what they want. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's uh go with Robbie here. Val Venus went on a rant about women crossing the line from uh, wrestling woman to man. The world women's uh, being taken off some titles and transgender wrestlers wrestling. Do you think men should stick to wrestling man, or is it time to be gender blind when it comes to opponents? All
0: right. I knew there'd be an intergender question because I think there always is now same age. Yeah. Just kind of my first intergender Um, okay, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm actually kind of glad let's just open it up. I, I am not a big fan of intergender wrestling. I'm not. Um, even though I've done it, I've had great matches. Yeah. Um, I also think that's not to put myself over, it's not e- but I think that's also just a credit to my ability to put matches together with anyone, have a good match with anyone. Yeah. Um, that being said, like, I've killed it with Tessa multiple times, and Tessa's one of my best friends, but also, like, I don't think like, it does it does crazy math for Tessa, to sure. I know her, for instance, does great for T- Tessa, it's awesome for me at a moment, I'm so happy for her, but like, you know, like. Like, when she worked me and they had me put her over, which was, like, a last-minute switch, too. Like, that is everything in the world for Tessa. That like this is absolutely zero for me. Um, one thing, too, like, any intergender match that I've, been, I've had, people always put it over the match, but they put it over the match, and the female working. never put over, you know, the guy, or, or for this case, me working the girl. They're like, oh, man, the girls. In. like, it's both people working together. To That's telematch. And then a big thing that made me start to, like, like I'm not against doing it. Um, I've never been like a super fan of it. Like it depends on the promotion and the person I'm working, because you know there, there are certain better options than others, in the certain federations. Like like bar wrestling, for instance, is really easy to have your matches just because the crowd and the, the hype. But um, uh, one example I use too, like so, like if I'm working, you know, a rich one who's tiny but still bigger than most girls, and I've, I'm i wrestling him and I'm bumping him, he's bumping his his butt off, he's flying all over the place, he's making me look like freaking I'm. I'm he-Man and Hercules put together. Mm-hmm. And then I work a girl that's, you know, shorter than him, weighs less than him, but she doesn't have the same athleticism that he does. And then now all my stuff that he made me look like a million bucks, these girls kind of make look like, ah, so-so. It almost kills, like, my character. And then that, that at least just goes for me, too. I do feel like, too, there's... There's, uh, uh... Like when I say I'm not always into intergender wrestling, I'm thinking that for me, myself. I do feel like there's other people that like can do it and do it better as far as it's it's easy not to blur the light. like like when people compare like Brock Lesnar working the attack, like even though she's big too like obviously Brock Lesnar would, would eat her life. But could, you know, uh you know, whatever two a five guy life, guy, you know, work, you know, her or, or a China, whatever like there's different things and obviously Joy buying because it's comedic stance or even like an orange cassie or whatever. Like there's there, there's a lot of gray areas, not just black or white, but just for me personally I know I can have a good match, anyone, anyway, especially if they're talented as well, but I always feel like always just watching it back, too. Even for me, I felt like there's like a lot of little things. Um, like I, I didn't like um, Birds of Prey that much because I felt like uh, um, even they they're like they're in their fight scenes although they're cool some of their strikes just weren't like weren't believable like the way that we could just throw a kick Mm -hmm. because they're not you know trained to throw a real kick the way the person would sell it just like don't look super believable so same with guard like if there's a rush that throws amazing kicks he's tiny but he's a legit you know martial artist and throws crazy good kicks and they look legit and they are legit and they do hurt but then if you have that same person whether it be male or female of you know that same stature throw a kick and it's you know, they, they can because they're not like really trying to throw it to look good, but then you're supposed to sell it just as good. Yeah. That, that's what we're talking about. It still comes across as unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, when I'm selling this big TKO kick, cause Mike Bay just really kicked my head off because he did and he can. Okay, then. But then if you have a guy that doesn't know how to and you're trying to like help him out to make it look like he does, it almost makes sure you both look foolish as opposed to believable, yep. you know, regardless if it's predetermined or not, whatever, in sports entertainment. So that, that's the way I look at it as far as like, I want it all to know all it still make sense. Sometimes I'm, I'm big into bumping and selling, and even in, like a lot of my indie matches, my number one complaint or a critique from a lot of like um veterans or you know top guys, we're always like, Man, you bump and take like you bump and just sell way too much. Like, for your guy your size and stature, like you're, you're flopping and flipping all over the place for everyone, like, like, like you're a normal cruiserweight. I'm like, Okay, 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 I, it's, it's so hard to get off that cause I'm, I want to go out there. And I don't see myself, I guess, the size that I am. I just, I just want to go out there and kill and have a match at the night. But okay. if I go out there and I, if I come through the curtain and I stand out and I look different, but then I get in the ring and I wrestle like everyone else, it's almost like, well, what's the point of, of, of being the Machine Brad Cason if I'm if I'm equal stature to anyone, you know? Yeah.
2: So that's, Sorry, that's a long-winded response. I kind of
1: No, that's all right. That's a good response. I think I I agree with you, man. There's so much I want to (laughs) talk about that. But for for the second time, I'm not going to dive into it. But I agree with you, man. I've said a bunch of it on my show. A lot of my fans, they they know how I feel about it. So last question, man, and I'm gonna let you go. Uh, Who do you feel uh, out of AEW? It says A-W-E, but I know it means A-W. WWE, NXT, NWA has the best production from a television standpoint. That's a, that's a good question.
0: Oh, WWE, hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. That's like not even a question.
2: Like, A-W-E is a hell of a job, but, I mean, there's some rather benefit. By the way, WWE's been doing this thing forever,
0: and their production and what they have. There's no one comes close to the production value. I'll, I'll be, there's no way anyone could argue that. Like, as far as a product standpoint or you know our story lines sure you argue that but production wise
1: no WDB stops everyone yep absolutely man it's been a pleasure man i i appreciate you taking uh time just came from an appointment and just doing all that man i i really appreciate uh just you taking your time and really coming on the show tonight man i know um that you had a lot to do and of course your phone uh Ringing off the hook showed how busy you are as a uh, as a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I
0: was blown up there pretty bad. I know I'm, I'm flying to Qatar tomorrow too. So I'm
1: still, oh, still nice. out
0: there to be part of that show. So.
1: Oh, wow. Wow, man. So, uh, safe travels to you, man. Uh, anything else, uh, the fans should know about uh, what's uh, what's coming on with you?
0: Um, well, like I said, you know, hopefully I'm back sooner than later. Um, I still got a few gigs I'm doing the next couple weeks. I'll still be in Guatar, new Barbados, I can meet and greet. Next Saturday, Northern California. Um, I will still be a part at, at the uh, the WrestleMania Body Guy show for Ethan Page. I still be there. And I'll still be facing Steiner in that match. Um, outside of that, I'm hoping you know, God willing, I'm back late April, early May. Um, if if it all happens fast that awesome, but that that's what I'm hoping for. You know, cool. it could be longer, but that, that's what I'm getting for. Cool. And so then that, if that is- happens, if it happens, yeah. Then uh, then we'll find out where I'm going to go.
1: Yes, indeed. The cliffhanger, the cliffhanger continues. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> cool, man. It's been a pleasure, Brian. Appreciate you coming right. back on the show, man. All right. Thank you, man. All right, boy. Bye-bye. All right. Brian Cage. Uh, taking time out of his busy, busy schedule, man. As you can see dude was getting blown up <laughs> as far as the 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 uh, phone was on he was actually coming from an appointment too so uh sent him a text and uh he was ready to go man so I I pre- you know it's it's always cool man to keep relationships like that with people like uh Brian Cage and uh uh, you know, uh, Colin, uh, and Kingston, like right when the show started, uh, yeah, man, just cool stuff, man. I, it makes me uh, very grateful for maintaining uh, pretty, pretty cool relationships with, uh, people and people like Brian cage, man, uh, taking time out of his busy day to coming on the, coming on the show. So we have a lot to talk about, uh, tonight. We have quite a bit to talk about tonight, um, we got some takeover stuff. We got some uh, some interesting headlines. I mentioned an um, uh, interesting take with, with Cage with Taker, too. Um, I think that'll probably make some headlines soon as far as uh, Brian Cage's thoughts on uh, the Undertaker going against AJ Styles. Uh, very interesting take. Um, I, th- I think I'm going to process that a little bit more. Think about it because he said AJ doesn't need the rub. I understand that. I, I do understand that. And I can definitely agree. I just think that I don't know. As a fan, you know, a lot of times I go in as a journalist, but going in as a fan as well, you know, it's just kind of like I'd I'd imagine and I agree with them too. AJ doesn't need the rub. I totally agree with that, actually. Um, but it's just that moment and I agree with you, uh, I, I agree with them as far as the Taker losing multiple times. It doesn't really have that feel anymore. I agree with that too. Um I think at the end of the day though it's still that that moment at Mania against the Taker is still kind of larger than life especially since Taker doesn't um <clears throat> uh he he doesn't compete like that anymore. So uh, I definitely think that that's a Pretty cool stuff. Interesting flavor of the week this week. Uh, I think you guys will like the flavor of the week this week. It's going to be fun. Uh, we're, we're you know we're celebrating uh, Black History Month, so it's going to be the most stereotypical. So so from now to the flavor of the week time, have some time to think about uh, what we're going to what the flavor of the week is. Flavor of the week this week is going to is the most stereotypical African American gimmicks in WWE history. All right. So that's what we're going to talk about for the foot of the week. And as far as um, uh, as far as uh, the trivia tonight, we're going to talk about uh, black history trivia as well. So lots of fun stuff. And uh, we're going to do it. <clears throat> All right. So let's see what the let's see what the PNP Nation is talking about. Um, let's talk about uh what we're going to talk about here um so so yeah so (laughs) yes like i I did see you on here uh (laughs) so heard i was the top heard i was a topic of discussion last week lol yes you were yes you were um what's going on pamela chris what's going on christopher uh what's going on Mo? uh yeah man top fan gone I, I don't control none of that i don't even know how that works But so I, I think i think if you're like if you're like frequently commenting and sharing and all that stuff so comment share do all that good stuff and then you'll get one of those top fan badges and things like that so that's all that social media stuff that's uh i don't have any control over as far as the analytics the the, the i guess the point of that is be involved and comment and share all that good stuff Speaking of that, um go ahead and subscribe to the Crave wrestling um uh, uh YouTube page. So, uh do that as well. Uh but yeah, you heard the talk of the town. Heel turn. Uh last week that was funny. It was that was one of the funniest shows last week. It was hilarious, man. I was like almost crying laughing because of the heel turn. Uh yeah, Mo, you told her <laughs> Lexi uh, She said she's here Mo, he said uh, yeah, I told her uh, So yeah, speaking of that Let's bring on the boy, let's bring on the guy Co-host with the most Evan Tech proud, how are you tonight, sir? Did I? Did I? Did, did I?
3: I, I did I just see him, Lexi? Is she here?
1: Oh man Lexi yes.
3: That
1: was hilarious <laughs> man. will turn <laughs>
3: Hill, Hill,
1: Hill lexi. Hashtag Heel oh, lexi. <laughs> lexi. That's your new Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> hot tag. Look, oh, come,
3: on. come on, here we go, please. Still wait. Where's Marissa? <laughs> She's
1: still waiting for the tag. Still waiting for the hand out. Still
3: waiting for the hot <laughs> tag. <laughs> oh you man, oh, man. Have, going like uh like, uh like uh like my man Ricky Martin used to do, I uh, wiggle the elbow over top yeah. of the roof. <laughs> right,
1: right. Did you tag
3: it, Lexi?
1: <laughs> oh man, now we need uh Marissa, man. I haven't seen Marissa uh tonight. So it's funny because Lexi it. Lexi's here on board, but I didn't see uh Marissa, man. So uh we need okay. the we need the we need the uh, we need to call them a team, right? So so we've already, so we've got a we've got like a built-in storyline right here on the pancakes and power <laughs> slam show. We got baby babyface Marissa giving her giving her a year. We got two straight weeks of Lexi not responding. We got an official <laughs> heel turn last week from Lexi. And now this week <laughs> this week, Marissa's injured because of the heel turn. We're not seeing Marissa, and then so we're we're building we're building a whole storyline here on the Pancakes of Power Slam show, and then eventually Lexi and Marissa is going to come together and end up teaming together. They've got their big blow off match probably at you know in Salty. and then they're gonna come back they together and Mania. They yeah,
3: enough for the Mania match. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I Marissa. think I think the culmination of this feud between Lexi and Marissa is eventually they're going to earn each other's respect and team up with each other. Finally, we're going to uh have the Lexi uh the the, the, the Lex uh the Marlex Express. There you go. There you go. Marlex
3: Express. There you
1: go. <laughs> the Marlex Express. There you go. There's 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 the team. Oh, we're, we're we're building up for the Marlex Express. Um uh, so yeah, so we're waiting. Uh so as soon as we see Marissa, I think Marissa's right now, she's she's out injured because of Lexi's heel turn last <laughs> week. She
3: probably said golf, you know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she. You know, you know how it is. You got to sell the. You got to sell the injury. Last week, Lexi wasn't there for the hot tag, and um, and because of she didn't get the hot tag, Marissa got jumped. So right, yeah, she got, she got she jumped, got jumped because yeah, because she wasn't a part of the hot tag, she got jumped, mm-hmm. and and now she has to sell the injury, uh, and so now Lexi's a heel. And then Marissa's going to come back for you know the run in, mm-hmm. the comeback run in, other than that.
3: <laughs> like she said, she's uh, contract, contract, contract,
1: contract <laughs> negotiations.
3: <laughs> I wait, I wait, I'm waiting for the, the, the contract signing.
1: Yeah, yeah, Evolution be- 2020. <clears throat> says cat go cat fight like at ever cat, cat fight. Joey Styles. <laughs> gonna be
3: going be Lexi Marissa. And a and, and kettle from hell,
1: hell.
3: in from hell match. That was so much power that you scream with black. That's how uh, that's how much strength it is.
1: And I a kettle from hell. That was just horrible. That, that whole that whole
3: yeah, t- Tell us what stipulation you got. Hell in the cell, kettle from hell, buried yes, alive.
1: Yeah. Right there. We're going to do like a we're going to do a taboo Tuesday of uh, the match <laughs> of the match between Marissa and Lexi. Uh we got the we got the Lexi heel turn. Marissa's uh waiting for the hot tag. See, this is a, just an organic storyline just in the making. What year were you born? Marissa's out there by herself. Lexi oh, for two straight weeks. Lexi's one of the most devoted people in all oh. of pancakes and power slams. Just so man. happened to be for two weeks no response. Waiting for the hot tag. I mean, like Lexi, is like, movie. Lexi right. is like the quintessential baby babyface. Um, Lexi, Lexi uh, did a Hogan. Yes, He was yes. out
3: probably filming Assault on her uh, Assault on Devil's Island. She yeah.
1: Hogan Yeah,
3: Assault on Devil's Island. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, just the whole this this score line. This storyline is dope. Lexi, the ultimate baby face. She goes. It Brings in Marissa as, like, a, a, a protege. Marissa goes for the hot tag. Lexi makes the heel turn. And now, Taboo Tuesday, the PNP Nation is uh, putting together the match. There you go. <laughs> Moa's saying, three stages on hell. There you go. There's the match right there. We have built us a, a super dope storyline here on the PNP show. Uh, the PNP Nation yeah. is making it happen. All right, so we got a lot to talk about. Let's go. Like I said, uh, Black History Month trivia tonight. All Black History Month uh, related uh, trivia tonight. And the P and the flavor of the week this week is going to be <clears throat> the most stereotypical. We want to talk about the most stereotypical um, African American gimmicks in WWE history. Um, is this so now WCW. Uh, we can do WCW. We can do this WCW. Count, too. Does
3: this count world class?
1: <laughs> I wasn't thinking. Uh, I can go global, all day. Global, but we can do that too. I'm cool. I, I'm I can
3: cool. go all day.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. If y'all if y'all if y'all down, I'm down. We can we can expand it to uh, WCW WCW, baby. And uh, we can also talk about uh, uh, world class and global. We can you know we can talk about all that. So good stuff. All right, so uh I think it's time. Right, let's talk let's talk about some uh let's talk about some takeover. Let's talk about some takeover real quick. NST Takeover Portland. Um <clears throat> What were your thoughts on uh Takeover Portland?
3: Um wait a minute, Lexi just commented real quick. Lexi says she was on a 14-day fine suspension for opposing authority only y'all stole the ambulance and drove back <laughs> That's what We need President Jack Tunney. President Jack Tunney. We need Nick in that in that, that Cranberry sports coat. Remember that? When he, was there yep. so he was commissioner for like yep. two weeks. I remember
1: he was commissioner, yes. Nick yeah, like Nick Winkle, that
3: Cranberry
1: oh, sports code. Real quick, real quick. the Let's go through the early 90s commissioners. You had Jack Tunney uh, is the president in WWE. You had uh Winkle, and JJ Dillon was uh, he was commissioner during the Sting time because Sting
3: that was uh, mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Yeah, 'cause because he turned the it was the Goldberg Sting match, and Dillon was a part of that. Uh, as far as
3: remember uh, the whole Sting thing, he was doing the contract for Hogan.
1: Yep, yep.
3: And you had uh, don't forget Harold Masuda. When the NWA had that oh, weird yeah. thing with WCW. Yep. Yep.
1: Um
3: Bob Geigel, if you count him like NWA switched to WCW. Didn't,
1: didn't Matsuda like was a part of the horseman for a hot second too, it was like a manager or yeah, something. Yeah, he was like weird. That.
3: He's like a manager, slight like yeah. liaison, and, and he was like he was like the predecessor to Sonny Ono, my good buddy. Shout out to Sonny. Yeah.
1: Um
3: uh Piper. Yeah. I remember, yeah, Piper. Yep, Piper, yep. Uh, that, brother,
1: was, uh, uh, that was how him and Goldust ended up uh, getting uh, uh competed against each other because of he was trying to like pull right. up his guilt and stuff like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. And, and P- Piper, he was the one that uh put the green light for the Ironman match for Mania.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he was a commissioner at uh NWCW too, wasn't
3: he? Yeah, it was a little late. He was RPVP with Flair. It was yeah, Slayer, Piper wasn't Laird uh.
1: Uh, Mike Sanders, commissioner too. Yeah, Mike
3: Sanders and uh, and um, uh, uh, Ernest Miller Ernest too. Ernest the cat, my man. Yeah, Ernest the cat.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, really, uh, really
3: interesting. We had Shawn Michaels.
1: Yep, Shawn Michaels, of course. Shawn um, Michaels.
3: Fo- yeah. Wait, was Foley? Or was he two thousand? Wasn't Foley? No, no, no. It was Foley, Foley was later?
1: No, he was. Uh, because it was around uh Edge and uh Christian, because he had the. Like the like the buzz cut, like yeah okay,
3: yeah
1: yeah yeah okay. He had like the the shirt that said like commissioner, mm-hmm. like uh like in letters, and like the like the few letters was on the like it like kind of hung over.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, Russo, the powers
1: uh, that be, Russo, brother bro. Yeah, yeah, Russo. Yeah, the powers that be was the the Harris brothers. Uh, the the what were they called? Oh. yeah what a, uh creative control that's creative, what
3: control. creative um,
1: control
3: yeah uh
1: what about t n a you had uh
3: in the nineties
1: no t n a just uh in the early two thousand
3: oh, uh, uh Jerry. um
1: oh, they had a commissioner too
3: wasn't Jared? Didn't, didn't was it? Uh, uh Scotty. Uh, Scott Demore was really he something for like 10K? Yeah, or?
1: for a second, but I thought. Um, what's your face was pre- uh, commissioner for a second? Um Cornette. Cornette. Uh, uh, Yeah, Cornette was, but uh, um, Hogan was, but uh, I'm thinking of uh, oh gosh, the son of um, oh my goodness, what's his name? Um. Mid South's son. <clears throat> what is his name? Oh gosh, it's gonna it's going it's gonna drive me crazy. Um the son of techno team 2000. Oh uh, Eric, Watts. Eric Watts. Watts, yes, Watts. Eric Watts. <laughs> yeah, 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 Eric Watts. Yeah, I
3: was,
1: um, that was jacking me up. <laughs> yeah.
3: Dixie Carter.
1: Yeah, of course, yeah. Dixie uh,
3: don Don Callis.
1: Yeah, Don Callis was uh oh, yeah, 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 because oh, oh, like he pulled a heel turn for a second. Uh, Dusty, yeah, Dusty Biba, yep, Dusty was all right.
3: Larry Sabisco, I'm sorry, I had to look this up, fans, because it's TNA, all right.
1: Oh, uh, uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, huh, very interesting. Uh,
3: my buddy, how do you to their ball? He, go to to Ball fully? So,
1: hmm. Um, all right, so uh, let's ask a question here. Let's start. Go ahead, what you say?
3: I'm sorry, yeah, you did ask about NXT.
1: Um, uh, yeah, before that, let's uh, let's do a question here. Booker T's WWE tag team champion partners were Goldberg, RVD, and blank. Booker T's WWE tag team champion partners were uh, Goldberg. RVD, and Blank. Let's see. Which I got. PNP Nation, which I got. Goldberg, RVD, and Blank. WWE Tag Team Champion Partners Elvis. Not, uh, not WCW. WCW. Not WCW. Well,
3: on, <clears throat> I think uh, make Ryan said
1: dust Yep. That is correct. Um <clears throat> Yep. Uh let's see. Gold dust. Gold dust, who else? I'm uh, um, you're correct though. Um There's one more though. That is correct. One more. You probably y'all probably don't remember this one. One more person.
3: <clears throat> huh. Let's
1: see. Oh no, no. He was right. It wasn't Goldberg. It was gold dust. Um yeah, I don't even know why I put gold <laughs> goldberg on there. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't goldberg, it was gold dust. So to uh, another another gold. Like, wait a minute! He had three partners, so yeah, go dust, yeah, go dust RVD, <coughs> and Excuse nope, not Big Show. Oh, I might have stumped the crowd. I might have stumped the PNP Nation. Y'all don't remember the third man? This, the the NWO, the third man. <clears throat> nope, not Jericho, not Big Show. Hmm. What y'all got? No, nothing. What? Okay. Mo, did you look it up? Did you look it up, Mo? You got it, you got it correct. It was indeed test. Y'all forgot about Test. <coughs> One of the most underrated people. Uh t- I was a big I was a big test guy. I was a big test fan. Uh loved loved uh test. I think nobody
3: he- nobody ever understood oh. his theme song
1: and I loved it. The first one, I was so mad when I they
3: changed it. that. Something powerball, just like you heard.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I think the only part I remember is you see the malls come off or something like that. I don't even remember. Yeah,
3: the powerball. This is a
1: test. Let me see. I'm going to see if I find it. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to figure out the <laughs> no way. You look at the lyrics. This ain't even okay. I wanna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna try this out. I'm gonna see if this is actually the the lyrics here. I'm gonna do it, man. Uh I have no clue if this is if this is no one else is gonna
3: dive in the in powerball. No
1: one else has done the test power bomb yet. Yeah, yeah, the the gut wrench uh, power bomb. <clears throat> All right, so let's see.
3: <laughs>
1: I have no clue if this is legit, but let's see. This is from Lex. Let's sing. <clears throat> uh, so let's sing it. If if you're just throwing out uh, uh, lyrics and it's not true, uh, that's on y'all. But it's on it's public it's public if you're on the internet. So we're gonna check. Here we go, bring your name. We can hold peace. Here we go, bring your name on the go. Freaking pull the line and go for the high school sock hop. Give it up because you know I know. Conceit to fall on parasol. Here we go, we can hold peace. Yo, here we go, bring your name on the go. Freaking here we go, bring your name on the go. Freaking for a jack off. You can go. <laughs> here we go. Bring your name. <laughs> He's burnt, Give it in. Here we go. I, I do remember. Give it in. Here we go again. I do remember that part. Give it in. Here we go again. Or here we go again. Here we go again. Here, we, again. About a okay, here we go again. Yeah. Uh, I think that's the parasol. can see too far parasol? Because here we go. Oh, parasol. We it peace. Oh, Here we go. Bring your name on go. I don't even I don't know about this part you know, bring your name on the go I do remember I do. this does make hold sense here we go again here we, okay, that. Here we go again <clears throat> yeah yeah because th- they're saying this like at the same time that test this is a test and then
2: what is
1: the here, sound right? here we go again yeah <laughs> oh man <laughs> that was uh, interesting
3: Got yeah. we gotta make sure we, we play that. We we'll meet up in Tampa. We gotta make sure it's the first. Yeah, ball. yeah, yes. You know yeah, we need to. Yeah. You know we need the theme song game. Me, me and Chris came up with this game where we uh before before we wake up in the morning, and start off with prayer. We start playing the theme song game.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
3: start playing random theme songs, <laughs> and seeing who wins.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Uh Lexi.
3: Express. There
1: have been multiple reports saying that VKM will be stepping back from the day-to-day operations in WWE. If we true, do you think this will help or hurt the brand?
3: Let me get that. Let me take that real quick. <coughs> we, uh, myself, on my show, and Mike, uh, Mike Ryan, we broke the news back in October that Vince was going to be taking off any of the operations due to the XFL due to some other project. due to the what? Once we broke the knees, um, yeah, we broke the knees in October. Uh, no, the, no the knees. you said
1: due to the
3: what? He was going to be taking all uh, time off due to the XFL
1: due to the what? Due to other projects, no, XFL.
3: No, the what? At okay, look at <laughs> the, X. the X. XFL. <laughs> <laughs> no, the X. Yes. So <laughs> yes, the XFL stuff and some other projects. Um, thank you, Mark, Mike Ryan broke the news in October. People thought we were lying as usual. They don't believe us, maybe because we're black. Uh, me and you we break news. Then Uncle Dave put it up. Everybody want a clam to it, yeah, that's, like, be wrong. Yeah, that's actually then people we it. all upset. Yeah, that's actually right. happened.
1: Yeah. Happen? Actually, happened with actually happened. I you know, hey, I like Dave he's been on the show before uh that actually happened when i broke the news about jerry lawler and uh and, and you know it's funny because when i broke the news and then melter and then all of a sudden oh here we go here we go again <laughs> yeah right well, it's, it's, you know uncle dave
3: is, is i had nothing against uncle dave is just his it, it, his his stuff isn't consistent. It's either it's like thirty, it's like 30 percent true or seventy percent false. And if you don't right, off, oh, yeah, we gotta go. We're out of time, fifty Come on now. So that's I like Uncle Dave. He's a legend of what he does, but at the same time, you're not consistent with his reports. You know, my show and <clears throat> Mike Ryan. He he reports it. if I report something, it happens. You were for something. I'm not saying it unless I get two credible sources and everything that has been broken on my show by Angry Mark or Mike Ryan or myself is always just about come true. Um, None of us praise but my my percentage is about 90%. And will they hurt or help the brand? I don't know. I mean, this kid take a step back. He's never took a day off. So if Vince step back, I mean, you got trips, you got Stephanie, I mean... I look at NXT, that's how the product looks when Vince's hands is not on it. <laughs> look at Raw, look at SmackDown, and Vince's hands is in it with the the investors and the stockholders. So it could be a change that we need. We'll see. People crap more Vince all the time. Maybe y'all to touch it. And like my good old buddy Stevie Ray has said all the time, the other people, Vince never was a wrestling fan. Vince is sports entertainment. When it comes to marketing, as far as the mindset, getting stuff out there, Vince, but the wrestling is always Pat J J.J., the Mike Graham's, uh, the Bruce Prichards, all of them. So it it can happen. I mean, I, I, if it, I mean, I think it can help. Everything has to change. Some point. I mean, Vince, Vince is old. He can't. Uh, he can't, he can't
1: yeah, he's
3: he's and some uh, bus can't
1: go around you gotta give it to somebody else. Yeah that's a good point. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I, I it's it's one of those things to me though. It's like <sighs> people crap on Vince. People crap on Vince and uh Lexi, we'll get cool. to that take AJ is actually uh you're you're continuing your streak on asking questions. I think that's a new running thing for Lexi too. Is she going to ask questions of uh, something that's we're it's already planned on talking about for the headline? So, yep you uh, you hit it on you hit it with the tagger AJ. We're going to talk about that. So, you successfully did it. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things, man. I I think that um, I think that I think that Vince. I don't see him stepping ever stepping away. I don't I, I really think that he will be that guy who will stay in that gorilla position with those headphones on until he can't do it anymore. Until he physically cannot do it anymore. Right. So much. He loves the business. Right. I mean, as many people as we know, you know, they say the same thing about Vince. He eats, drinks, <laughs> lives the business. And I'm happy about XFL too because, uh, well, first of all, my defenders, my DC defenders, won again. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy about the. DC XFL. Defenders? Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, last week I said I'm a DC Defenders guy because of Cardell Jones, and uh, yeah, they're they're not they're not letting okay. me do. Yep, Ohio State um yeah he eats he eats sleeps drinks breathes the business so he's really going to i mean like i can really see vince mcmahon really being there until his death is till till the day he dies really um no matter what ailment he has he's going to be in that gorilla position with a headphone on so i can see that for good i mean i don't see him stepping away I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't see him stepping away. Mm-hmm. Now relieving things, yes. I mean, uh, and, and, and that's and, and that's one of those things that. <clears throat> um, see, look, your boy, your boy, your boy, Cardell. Card, Car, First of all, you, you said you, you said his name. Mo. You, spe- you spelled his name wrong. Uh, It's Cardale, J- Cardale, Cardale Jones, for one. For two, he's on an undefeated D.C. Defenders team. And for three, which is the most important thing, he was a part of the national championship Ohio State uh, team, winning the first playoffs. So take that, sunshine. That's who Cardale is. Spell his name right. Real
3: quick, wait a minute. I'm gonna go Hill tech real quick. I, I Mo, I okay. <clears throat> let me go Baltimore on you real quick. And I, I can't go full Baltimore because <laughs> I am. So let me go let me go see let me go the wire season one on you. Not season T three five, five. Mo, I'm wait I'm waiting for a Baltimore XFL team playing on a Baltimore field, baseball field. Need I let you know that Baltimore my lovable city, yes, we have stuff going on. Yes, the homicide rate was crazy. Yes, we went through seven police commissioners in a year. I understand it and I know. And I have family in the, and I have legit family that work as law enforcement. It's in my blood. We are the only city to have won a championship in football in every professional football organization. My Baltimore Ravens, my Baltimore Colts. The Baltimore Stallions, the CFL, and what was the other one? That's it.
1: Yeah.
3: <clears throat> Every professional Baltimore team in football, don't even talk about college because the troops suck on football, but our Terps are going well on basketball. Shout out Featherstone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't think the XFL want no problem. You do a Baltimore team in the XFL, <laughs> <Yeah>. yep <clears throat>
1: absolutely all right uh yeah as far well, as takeover oh. <laughs> as far as uh as far as uh, uh takeover is concerned uh looks like uh, lexi thought it was just okay um actually she said it was lackluster i believe she said mo did not agree with that so um let me see as far as takeover. Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it, man. I liked it. Uh Lexi throw like cluster. It. Amazing. Said um I give it, I, I give it a minus. A-. I really do. I think it was uh, a minus. Um yeah, I wrote a big article about it on uh on fan buzz, um about my reaction. So go check that out. Chris Featherstone Takeover yeah. Portland. Google that fan buzz. Uh, you'll see my live reaction, uh, piece that I wrote about that. So that's basically my takeover feel. Yeah. Just one, one thing I do want to highlight though. Um, I'm interested. I mean, the Keefley, well, I guess two things Keefley Dijakovic was amazing, absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, every time I, every time I, you know, every, every time I look at Keith Lee and Dijakovic, man, I. I it's kind of like a patent. It's like a, a self high five as, as DDP would say, because mm-hmm. uh, I've had both of them on my show, man. So it's, it's really cool to see that, to see such an ma- amazing uh, mask like that. And know that both of them have been on the pancakes and power slam. show. So, so I really feel honored about that, uh, that both of them have been on my show. And uh, it, it just really, as a, uh, as a fan and as a journalist, man, and it just really goes to show how much I've been grinding on this show, and I have, you know, both of them uh, been being on the show before. It's really, it's it's really cool to me, man. It really is cool, and just to see where yeah. Keith Lee, where, where, where Keith Lee is, and where Donovan uh, Dijakovic is, and uh, it's it's really cool, man. Great, to, it's, it's great. Oh, to, yeah, um, yeah. So, so really great to see that for one, and for two. Um, my last thing real quick is i i don't just listen just look at my i i go in, it's over like twelve thirteen hundred r- r- words i I go into detail moment by moment about each match so so go check that out but I do wanna just really quick talk about the garcano turn now it really didn't work before when he turned um I don't know how it worked now um with with him turning heel that just it just didn't make any sense uh i i i don't i don't know man it was just really weird to me i'm like okay i get it they're trying to freshen up gargano because he's like he's going to be an nxt mainstay um but i don't see how turning him is going to help it looks like they're gonna do gargano and Ciampa again <laughs> on the next on a takeover uh again but um but it does make sense too because they've been really building that for so long you know they've been building that for such a, a long time so um yeah and i i agree I agree mo that's a good that's a good one uh um <clears throat> they don't have anything to do uh, Mike says, Matt's twelve hundred fifty-four between them so far. Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's just a running feud, and it's and it's and I guess the turn of it is that Gargano's the heel now, and Ciampa's the face. But it's Cause like, cause, yeah, you already, yeah. You already, did, but you already did the the culmination, though. You already did the turn, and you did the culmination. Then DIY came back. Then they split up and did their, you know, kind of did their." thing see that's the thing i mean that's a good point loser leaves nxt but champa said on uh, champa said on interviews that he he's not going in he's not going to raw or smackdown he said that he, he really wants to in nxt because it's not going to be a, a big thing in pay um he said that uh, his his schedule is much better he actually said that he if he goes to Raw or SmackDown, he would he would leave the, co- the company because his schedule is much better. Uh, they don't have a bunch of shows they have to uh, have every single week. A lot of
3: politics. Not,
1: there's there's not a lot of stuff yeah. that it, that goes on with the you know TV and just the demand. And he said the travel is much better for NXT. So, I mean, it makes sense to me, man. You only have to go. I mean, they're only in full sale. So you only have to, you know, you have to go to the same place every week. You know, they have live events and stuff like that throughout, you know, uh, throughout that time in different places. But you're going to full sale every single week. So if you live in Tampa, right. it's perfect for you. You know what I mean? So I get it, man. I think it's, a, yeah, you know, yeah. I, kudos to Chop for that. I think I, I give him major kudos for that uh and and i agree and and the, and the thing is even if he if he gets if he gets plugged into raw or smackdown he'll just be another number you know and he actually is a top guy in NXT and will be and will stay and so yeah i think it's a fantastic i think i think it's great man i give him major kudos for that and i imagine gargano feels the same way um i haven't i haven't talked to gargano for a while uh, we checked we chatted back and forth before and i've actually inter- he's actually been on the show before actually he was on the show and i actually exactly. wrote the piece on sports illustrated of my interview with uh gargano and uh yeah man so we we chatted back and forth a few times and but i, I don't see him i don't see him going to the main roster either really i mean i think it's one of those same things um <laughs> Uh Champa is not 43. <laughs> He's not 43. He's like 34 He's 35. Like, <laughs> he looks old. I know somebody. I agree. He looks he looks <coughs> he young too. Um Ciampa is uh 34. It's, it's, it's yeah, the 34. it's the beard. Uh oops, I mean 34. He said, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, so those are my thoughts on uh takeover. We,
3: um... <clears throat> Um, I thought uh, I thought it was a very good takeover. I uh, I was very late to watching it. Um, I saw bits and pieces and watched most of it today. Like I got finished watching. I want to watch it. Uh, I'll probably finish watching it after the show, like thoroughly. I uh, I thought it was a good show. I like I love the fact that it, it was a standalone takeover for the first time. Yeah. It wasn't like an advertiser to the main. Mm-hmm. The main course of the Rumble, the the SummerSlam, the Wrestlemania, the Survivor Series. So first, this was NXT on his own weekend. First time ever. First
1: first Sunday again? night ever. First Sunday night ever. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Sunday night, and it's his own weekend where it was it no WWE main roster stuff. So right. I thought it was. I enjoyed the show. I give it a B plus. It was really good. Only issue. I may have is, like you said, the Champa thing, we didn't seen it before. Champa's a good dude. I met him before. Uh, um, and, and, and like I said, I know Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, I interviewed Bobby Fish. Um, good to see them. Uh, you know, Red Dragon. I still call him Red Dragon, even yeah. though they <laughs> I love Red Dragon. One yeah. of the best things in history. I let him be. Yeah. Shout out to them. I agree. Um, shut up, Mike Ryan. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I, the, the only thing is, with, with these shows, and I've seen it with NXT. And I just, I was just talking to a close friend of mine about this other week. I see it with NXT. I see it with AEW. I see it with Impact. Definitely need your pain. It's so many false finishes. Yes. You think about like the psychology. You get a team stone on the concrete, and you get up. What else do you have to do? It's like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like with you. And it was like, you know, you remember Terminator T? You remember the Terminator with Arnold? He was big, and it took everything to get rid of him. Then yeah. Terminator T was T-1000 was like, boom. He got a whole boom. It, it, it took every sub league. T- you know, T-1000 brother. You t was like everything it took to get him. And when he finally died, yeah. it made sense because it was like the combination. Now it was like team stone in the concrete. That's not good enough. <laughs> Double DDT, that's not good enough. Well, I like all these false finishes, and I'm sitting here. We see it with AEW, see it definitely with NXT, not so much with the main roster WWE. we see it with New Japan, you see it with MP, we see it with, oh, gosh, see it with see New
1: Japan so much. New Japan is oh. like, uh,
3: oh, the Okada match, I told that, you. Yeah, like, I was, Okada I, that's Pan-
1: exactly. I was thinking the Okada I, match, like. And then just, like, I, would I love Okada. I Okada like- is my favorite in New Japan. He's my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's my third. He's, he's number three. Jay Lethal one, Roman Reigns two, Okada three. It's been like that for years now. But if he has one more match <laughs> that he's doing nine Rainmakers, I'm going to flip my lid. And, I'm like, I just – I can. I do not like that. I don't like it. Like if you want to, if you want to kick out of a false finish, do the tombstone. He does. He, he has the tombstone. He does. You know, kick out of that. Don't do eight rainmakers. I mean, it, it makes. I understand how, why they do it to build the story. You know, this is the final one. When he, you know, all his matches against Tanahashi, against Kenny Omega, he he's done probably. 83 rainmakers (laughs) against them all. I just, I'm old school, man, and I'm just like, "Eh." and 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 I see that same same thing with uh Naito Destino, and I'm it just
3: and it kicks out, and I'm like, oh, oh my
1: gosh,
3: and like I say, I'm not taking away for NXT, like, I thought it was a very, I really enjoyed it. But it gets to the point like AEW definitely needs Japan. That 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 Russell Kingdom match, day one, remember, I was sitting laying in my bed. I had a severe cold. I fell asleep six times, and I woke <laughs> up, and the match still was going on. I like to you not. I was watching it on my phone. I had it on my laptop. I went to my phone. I'm like, the match still get long. I'm like, how long is this match? So it was like them old Baptist sermons that like like last four or five hours. Right. that's legit i, 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 I that's the, the city going to
1: close and that was an hour and a half
3: right. ago the <laughs> firmness would be like a Monday Night Raw plus main event and then the post game show right. talking smack and that's before altar call right. and the praise break the before the announcements <laughs> yeah. then the offering and then the benediction but yeah. then the exhortation yes. uh, you know that took another it, 20 it's minutes know. so <laughs> like I said that's uh, <laughs> you get what I mean so <laughs> but that's what I mean.
1: NXT, I love
3: it, but it's just the false finishes. I'm like, oh my gosh. how? What can he do? Everybody kicks out of everything and DDT not a DDT. Was a super kick not a super cake. Uh, but I will say that the best part about it, Underlying all this is <coughs> excuse me, Finn Balor being in NXT is the best thing he could do. So I love I agree. the fact that him and Gargano, <clears throat> the match was good. but They really didn't have any meat to me. It was kind of like, yeah, like, it was a dislike to me too. It's like, like you cook, we cook, you know, it's like you cook and it's just like the garnish, like add like a little extra pepper. That's what it was. But I love the fact that Finn is there. He got new life and keep him a hill. Make it be. Yeah. A, you know? yeah. Let, let it be. Finn could go to the main roster. I mean, you got the fiend and. Then go with the fiend, you got the Alice the Black stuff, you got the mm-hmm. demon stuff you can do. Some happy for man, but overall, like I said, uh Portland, even though it's under the WWE umbrella, it felt so different. But I, I tell people NXT is great, NXT is ring of honor, or the other indie shows <laughs> under the WWE umbrella that gets to be seen on national television. Yeah,
1: yeah,
3: indeed. The Adam Cole. I enjoy it, but after a while, you got to think, how long is the Undisputed Era? It's kind of like the New Day. The New Day, they're going to make all the merch, but like, the sizzle has been died. It's like, they're just dead because they're making money. Mm-hmm. The Undisputed Era is cool, but how long are you going to be able to keep that going on before it's stale? Yeah,
1: I think it's you one know? of those things that you just, from a booking standpoint, you're just going to have to be innovative. Because here's the thing, Roderick Strong by himself <clears throat> is just a no-go. You know, what I mean, like I, I, I love. He's one of the mm, be- he's mm, one of the best wrestlers mm. in the world. Great oh guy, hands down. I've had him on my show before. Cool dude, just real chill. Um, one of the best wrestlers in the world, period. Character wise, just just not a not he's not a connect to a lot of people. I think the undisputed era was perfect for Roderick Strong. The only thing is, if they if they drift away. It's gonna be it's gonna to be tough. The only thing that I think will help, and I've said this on the show before, you make Adam Cole a baby face. You have Roddy and uh, O'Reilly and Fish. You turn on him, and then you, that leads to something in that vein. If you want to break up the Undisputed Era, have the Undisputed Era be um, Fish O'Reilly and Strong. Strong needs some support. Uh, one of his best ROH times when he was with the House of Truth, you know, he had a stick man. You know what I mean? He had a truth martini. Yeah, I loved that, so that. So that that helped him. So he <laughs> needs that stick man, He or he needs that faction to be a part of to really help his character. Yeah. And that's how it's been. I mean, best one of the best wrestlers in the world, hands down, character-wise, not very yeah. strong. So I think that you just yeah. got to keep them together. Same thing with that's the New a- Day. I, I think it's one of those things, if you break up the New Day you 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 have a Hall of Fame faction right now. If you break up the New Day, we know how WWE books. It'll be here today, gone tomorrow type of thing. It'll just it'll be it, you have some <clears throat> big match and then the next month you'll be on the pre-show and then mm-hmm. the week after that you'll be losing on Raw. It it
3: it shows to. And I got a shout out Lexi on this. Hill Lexi, <clears throat> she talked about this last year. And she did win me over with the, the thought of Big Big E turning hell. Now, with the unfortunate events of Big E, when he was hurt, you day still was big. Yeah, Kofi and um Woods. Now, Woods is hurt, and you got Big E and Kofi, and Kofi, which Kofi still right. going strong. So right. that lets you know, hey, the inevitable, you, gotta, you still can sell merch. Right, Biggie can be held. It wouldn't hurt Biggie's out. Um, not Biggie's, um, you know, we saw Biggie be out last year. Now you got Will. so we've seen them both. You know, with Kofi being the mainstay, we've seen them both still be consistent and still be successful. I only, I, only that,
1: I only think that's because of so, Biggie being gone, though. If he was there, I think he'd be booked poorly. I think it's one of those things that. Because or because uh, because Xavier is gone, because he's hurt, uh, if, if they if I, I guarantee you, man, if they if they turn Biggie heel, first of all, he's he should be a face. You know, there's I don't think there's no need to turn him heel because essentially what's going to happen is when you have stronger heels than Big E, who is a very charismatic person, he'll just be lost and he'll just be lost in. He'll, he'll just be lost in and, yeah, you know yeah. translation when it comes to booking Corbin's the best heel in the world right now hands down i mean i can't think of
3: in, in the in the world in the world yeah, I, I, yes i agree auto yes. promotion
1: absolutely i would say i would say i would say corbin he's in, he, in, MJ, he's one of the MJF. only people he is one of the mjf yeah he's he's up there MJF
3: i would say is over i would corbin. say
1: corbin though just because it's a uh, just because it's a bigger a bigger scale and i think i, I think njf gives them a run for his money for sure and i would even say njf is up there just where corbin is yeah but people hate corbin i mean people hate mjf too but it's one of those things that I, i've talked to a lot of people there's a disconnect mm-hmm. with the mjf mjf cody feud that people just really aren't really feeling that much yeah. He, yeah,
3: he, must... even, even forget the Cody feud. Even before the, even before the Cody feud, MGF, and I say Corbin is, because with Corbin, you just don't like Corbin. It's no likable mm-hmm. things about Corbin as a character. You just don't like him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Mark Henry was with the Hall of Fame. You just don't like him, Period mm-hmm. So I give Corbin that. But as a overall, as a overall MGF. They even book an MGF when when they would say for Star, um, was a Star He even booked in and said, Do not touch me, do not make any eye contact for well, longer than five seconds. I'm gonna tell you. He's playing a gimmick. So with MGF, I would say he's the best heel, like a slightly over Corbin, but mm. MGF still has things about him that's likable. You get what I mean? Right, exactly. Like he's not a bad looking guy. I got a picture I can show you. I've seen random people wear them, uh, what you call them, Skull, Blueberry, the, Barberry, uh, what do uh, you call them, uh, uh, uh Burberry. Well, yeah, Burberry. I mean, Roman Reigns wore one, and ironically, he wore one there at the MGF, but they're not going to admit it. Um, I've seen a lot of random people wear it. So, mm-hmm. I think MGF, as far as I put them a notch over Corbin like this, it's kind of like for me, like Joe Montana, Johnny Unitas kind of mm, thing. You get what I it. mean? With the best quarterback of all. all time.
1: Yeah, I, I can dig that. The only, like I said, I th- I think uh, I think you- so.
3: Corbin is the best, and then
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, you're going in and out. Um. Yeah, I, I think, and, and I think uh-huh. for that reason is because I, I think Corbin's the best because there's some there's some likable qualities about MJF, you know, as far as the scarf and things I like that. Mean, he actually gets cheered Burr sometimes Hill. on AEW. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I think I place. think Corbin. There is nothing, nothing likable there. about King Corbin. Zero. He gets zero cheers. None. There's not. There's not <laughs> something that. You, there's no scarf. <laughs> There's there's nothing about Corbin that like, anybody <laughs> likes, <laughs> and I think that that is amazing. Like, I think he's up there. I would, yeah, I I would say that. Jay White. I would say Jay White's up there too. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I would say those Orton. are probably the top three. Orton. Yeah, I mean Go he, he right keeps flip flopping hey, though. I Orton
3: keeps flipping. Like, Orton, yeah. on like the past few weeks, making the little boy cry. Yeah. And, and people get mad, but, but Orton hasn't been a consistent heel. So right. yeah, right. and b- shout out to Jay White, man, because Jay White, Jay White is great. Yeah. Um he is. Yep. And, 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 and and you and, and think about this in the past ten years, um, all the promotions.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, name how many legit heels we've seen that get heat and that you just don't like. And you got Corbin now, you got MGF, you got Jay White, um Mark Henry. You, yes, know the, for, you know who the you know who the
1: biggest heel of the past decade was? what did you say? Vicky Guerrero.
3: <clears throat> Not a Russell Vicky. Yeah, because everybody hated Vicky. Yeah.
1: She was the biggest heel of the two. Yeah, the v- 2000s. Vicky was great. <laughs> yeah. <I> mean, <laughs>
3: and, and, and the thing is, well, with anything is because, um, you know, some stuff in life are best when it's. By mistake or just organic, yeah. Like Vicky said in other interviews, because I I never met Vicky, but I know people interviewed her. The excuse me thing was a mistake. Yeah, it was legit because she forgot <laughs> her lines on Slant <laughs> Down, and it blew the ice cream cone. It was yep. a mistake, and yep. and we all enjoy it. So, yep. uh yeah, no one no one liked Vicky. Um, I said, excuse Lexi me. Said because was cool. <laughs> it was like those boos
1: were definitely. <clears throat> it was crazy. Shut <laughs> up. Uh,
3: uh, Vicky working there, you know Eddie being gone, and Vicky got to have her own identity in the business. Yep. And yep. she stands alone. Yep. And how often do you think of Vicky Guerrero? You think of Vicky. You really don't, you like crap. She was Eddie's wife. She is Eddie's wife. Yes. Widow. And that you yep. first think about her now was like, oh, Absolutely. excuse me, the general manager. So she surpassed no, Eddie. That's great. right. That's and right. Given, you know, the greatness of her was like, you think of like, it scares me. And I, that's right. It's like, oh crap. That's right. She was married right to Eddie. That's right. Yep. That's Eddie's widow. She.
1: Absolutely,
3: no degree. She has a daughter, you know. How many people can do that? You know, 100% agree with. Um,
1: yep.
3: Uh, someone says JB, I I just thought about Jibble. Um, JBL Jibble was a great heel for two years,
1: yeah, yeah, just for a second, yeah, just for a second. He was great in his
3: time, that's all he had. But to compare him to a Rick Roach to a Piper, yeah, a or von to a right. Deviacy to, yeah. to um um uh, a Devastation the Incorporated Scandal Eggbar, yeah. no one likes Scandal Eggbar. Nope. You know the Flair to um uh, yeah. uh I can't even say Scott Steiner because even if Scott was a heel, you like them. Um,
1: I, I yeah, hated Scott I, Steiner when he was a heel.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, but yeah, but you liked yeah. him because he was so you didn't know what he was going to say. You're like, yeah, you know, damn, g- 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 I great-
1: hated Scott Stein. he great- right. was here, man?
3: Great- the greatest cast on arms, me yeah. and a- an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Look, isn't that? Look, the greatest Scott Star line of all time, besides Stein math, which did equate. If it, it was right if you do the math. The Steiner math that we joke about actually is right, and besides, I'm hungry. Well, and he said, "The truth is, your mama wanted a girl. She got you." <laughs> to <my family>. well, <laughs> you know, you go, like yeah. this. That's yeah. right.
1: <clears throat> yeah but, all right so let's yeah, get gonna, uh I, let's I, let's I, the get the thing yeah all right let's hit these uh trivia questions We really have about 20 minutes left uh hmm. hit these headlines too who was kamala's manager who was kamala's manager who was yes robbie uh abilene christian university yep uh jbo graduated from there uh, let's do a couple more trivia questions that we'll hop into the headlines real quick. we got about 25 minutes, and then the flavor of the week, we're going to talk about some really bad gimmicks. Uh, uh, African-American gimmicks. Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Kim Chi, but it was with two E's. Kim Chi, indeed. This former WWE superstar was once the bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. This former WWE... Superstar was once the bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. Which y'all got? PMP Nation. Former Ooh, bodyguard for Snoop Dogg. Come on, PMP Nation. Don't fail me. Did I here? <laughs> All right, Elvis. Brothers Clay. Good job, <laughs> man. Good job. All right, now
3: Elvis on the roll. You got, yeah, Elvis is booking. You got yeah. Elvis WrestleMania 36. Uh, Elvis right yeah. <laughs> Elvis Book. It'll be St.
1: Carver Undertaker versus, versus Ricochet. Uh what is the, yeah. the St.
3: Calver versus Lex Luger. <laughs>
1: right. What is the team <laughs> name of Ron Simmons and Booker. Butch Reed? Team name of Ron Come S- on,
3: man. With man. the worst. <clears throat> one of the worst things. We talked. we had the game about this at Russell We gotta bring it back. The worst.
1: Theme song. What's that the? <laughs> Sounds
3: like a of stripper of music. <laughs> 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 you got these <laughs> big black men, Teddy Long with the D ring <laughs> and <then> the gold <laughs> <tail>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Robbie got it. Robbie Couch got
1: it. Good job, Robbie. Good job, Robbie. All right, let's do one more, man. Let's do one more. Uh Who did D lo defeat to become Intercontinental Champion? Who did D'Lo Brown defeat to become Intercontinental Champion?
3: Lo Brown, which I I I like D'Lo. D'Lo, that's my buddy, good dude. D'Lo Brown is talk about Black Black History Month, and I was with him. We, we did body we did some uh, bodyguard work and uh, oversee some events a couple years ago. D-Lo Brown is the only man I know that no sold oh, his name and played hell get himself. There you go. Oh,
1: what was I having?
3: You on the room.
1: Yeah. I say lo
3: Brown is the only wrestler I know that played hell on himself and no sold himself. Like yeah. he was in the room, eight hundred yeah. people, everyone's looking for him, and he didn't. He, he said not a word because he, you know, was given the alchemy.
1: Yeah. lo here
3: Sit right behind you. <laughs> he uh, that's, what you so. do, man. that's just Yeah. All
1: right, y'all. We got about twenty minutes left, so let's jump into these headlines. Here we go. jbl british bulldog and jushin liger reportedly top to 2020 wwe hall of fame inductees uh special uh shout out to wrestling inc who actually broke jbl uh today i believe uh, so yeah uh bella twins uh rumored british bulldog rumored liger rumored uh i'm okay with i'm definitely okay with jbl i think jbl is well deserved uh bulldog absolutely about time liger is one of my favorite uh japanese wrestlers ever um probably is my favorite uh uh, japanese wrestler ever uh other than okada now um but i was such a Liger mark when i was a kid liger other than muda like Liger was the guy that I remember, yeah. as a kid, as far as being uh, as far as being a Japanese star. So I've been a Liger mark for 25 years. Um, so I, I'm totally cool with Liger, although Liger only ever wrestled for one WWE umbrella show, was his NXT match against uh, Tyler Breeze. But uh, you know they're they're giving him shout out, I guess you know because his WCW accolades kind of. They kind of use that as you know, uh, you know, as a, a kind of a resume as well. So I'm I'm cool with this, man. I'm 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 definitely cool with this. I I think I think it's a good call to have um, Liger on there since he retired uh, too. So I'm definitely cool with it, man. So kudos, Bella Twins, though. <sighs> Uh, I'm not. Don't him, don't, don't, I'm don't,
3: don't, not, uh, don't get me started
1: on no, that. I'm not feeling. No, I'm not feeling it, man. I, I just there's just something about it that uh, I just eh, I don't. I don't. I I, I I give it. I mean, eventually, yes, but uh, it's like the running topic every year is why not Victoria? Like Victoria should be a part of the Hall of Fame, that's my
3: buddy, man. Over that's, that's the that's my Bella buddy. Twins and because
1: they retired. This year or announced it and then they're both pregnant now. So that's a big and it just makes sense. You know, it's to the WWE, it just makes perfect sense. They're both pregnant. It's been all over the Wait. the media.
3: Wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Did I just see Marissa? Did yeah. I oh, did she did make it running? Marissa's Wait She's a minute. There. Did she make it running? <laughs> Wait a
1: minute. Running. Uh, Marissa did it run in.
3: The hot tag, we'll Lexi! We'll Lexi, do it! Come
1: on, Lexi! Marissa, on, is Lexi. in the building. Uh, she's in the building. Hot tag, yeah. by Marissa! She's back. She's limo. All right, well, Lexi, it where you at? Hour. She did, said, the, she did the run in. Uh, the the show was about to close. Raw was about to go it's off it's the air.
3: Last five minutes. Nitro.
1: Marissa runs in. does the that's the run in. Hot tag. Hey. <laughs> Where you at, Lexi? You here? You here, Lexi? Is Where you mean. at, Lexi? It'd be hilarious when Lexi was gone again. <laughs> Lexi did a hill. No show again. Right. No show again. Marissa, you meant Lexi was here. Lexi was here, Marissa.
3: Lexi uh, was we, here.
1: We, we we created a storyline with you, Marissa. So oh, man. you were the baby face. So here's here's the storyline real oh. quick. And then we got we to gotta roll. So the here's the PMP uh, storyline <clears throat> for the for a PMP episode. So Lexi is one of the most faithful people on the PMP show. Been a uh, been a faithful for a, for a while now. Every week, best yeah. questions, the oh, ultimate baby face, and so uh, Marissa. She actually uh, she actually parted right after the whole thing both times is interesting so Lexi brings you in Marissa as the protege she's tagging with you she's in the corner you go for the hot tag <laughs> hey, Lexi she leaves she leaves she, she 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 bails out on you man and then and then, and then people are wondering why people are wondering why So that was two weeks ago. And then last week, you know, the beginning of beginning of the show, you cut the Lexi cuts the promo. You know, I'm sorry, it was just a bad day. I thought I thought the run, I thought when you bumped me, it was on purpose, you know, one of those things. And then you give her one more time, one one more tag for Lexi. That's how the slow bill for the hill turn. And so you guys mm-hmm. tag you guys tag with each other last week too. And then, she was she was doing it. She was she was making it. She was making it work. And then here we go again. Hot tech to Lexi, and Lexi, she steps out the ring again. Oh man! And then Lexi, Lexi. Came, And then Lexi, Le- Lexi was here. Lexi came back at the beginning of the episode for next for for this week. People are wondering what happened. Lexi makes her announcement. She cuts her promo, and then at the end of the show, here comes Marissa with the run in because people thought Marissa was injured. She wasn't going to come at the eleventh hour. Marissa makes the run in, and we see no Lexi. <laughs> this is the basic storyline, man. Ah, oh, this storyline is amazing.
3: Make make. Mike
1: Ryan said, like he's bad for the building." Yes, he's bad for the building. Most said it's better storylotted. Yeah, I
3: take. <laughs> Robbie
1: agrees. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so real quick, let's uh, let's let's we got to roll. So uh, uh, these these this is this right here is the Hall of Fame class, seemingly. So uh, yeah, uh, add I, Batista and WO to it.
3: There you go. There is the Hall of Fame. It, it, real quick, Lager. Yes. Besides Muda, the goat in Furizo, Japan. I love Muda, Liger, Kentucky Bashi, all that. Liger, then Russell, they were Impact, RH, WWE, WCW. British Bulldog, yes. You forget Bulldog with the cuff, the jeans. Let's forget that. Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, but Jebu, yeah, Hall of Fame have been there forever. The JBL storyline, we get it. Bella Twins, what have the Bella Twins done in the ring that you think about? Maybe. Two good Bella twin matches, you can't. Why they in the Hall of Fame, they are the um uh, like the John the Baptist, they are the predecessors and he paved the way for the successful uh um uh what you call it, um, run reality shows. The Bella Twins and the Divas and the Total Divas and the Real Divas and the other Divas and the Bellas and the Dang- That's why they in the Hall of Fame. Once married to Daniel Bryan. And, and the other one was John Cena's Bull Bear. But we all know WrestleMania 33. That was Orlando, right? WrestleMania 33 mm-hmm. was Feathermanian. None of it made sense and it didn't matter. I'm taking it with Tiger, so that was a climactic right. ending. Sean right. Cena proposed the, the one of the Bellas yeah, and I that think. didn't last. So that made it just, was, it just was an obscurity. So yeah. Bella Twins, they don't deserve to be in it wrestling-wise because their contributions and Pop culture, um, they'll be in and they're both pregnant. So, but the Bellas get in, but yet we couldn't get Vader, right? When he was alive,
1: that don't make any sense to me. Like just right. uh, that just makes zero sense to me. I, I, get I, wrote, an
3: a, I wrote an article on
1: I wrote an article in SlamBuzz um, of the five people who I th- think or uh, who, who, are, who are, I, I made a Hall of Fame class up. So go check that article out uh and none of none of those names were a part of it because i do think bulldog is about time finally all right real quick uh taker and aj at mania we talked about this mostly um i gave my opinion on it uh, right after cage i think that's it like i said i think it was an interesting interesting point an interesting you know element of Brian Cade said as far as that. I think that'll make some headlines as far as his... I'm that. Um, it, it, either
3: way, take your AJ... Uh, you know. Yeah. My boy AJ, AJ doesn't need the rub. Oh.
1: He doesn't need the rub, but I think I mean, as a fan, we'll be there. I'm excited to see it because I think if you want anybody to... You know, dance with taker, so to speak. AJ is the best person yeah. you can use to, you yeah, know, yeah, to, to I mean, take that's, care of re- that's right. restrictions. I, mean,
3: so, yeah. I yeah. I know. I know. We talked the past piece about taking Sting, but like I said, if it's taking AJ, that's I mean, that match definitely be better than taking Sting. I mean, I have the allure or or the magic of it, but that's good. Now, will Taker take the Styles Clash?
1: No. No, he's not going to going to be a phenomenal but to Yeah, a phenomenal forearm. Yeah. Hey Pale Yeah.
3: It, it should be cool. I'm,
1: yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing yeah, it. Babe. Yeah, me too. Uh, WWE considering bringing back SummerSlam to the UK. I'm all for this. Uh, Wembley Stadium was one of the best SummerSlams of all time, 1992. Yeah. Brett and uh, um, Bulldog. Speaking of Bulldog, makes uh, makes sense. Uh, That was his best moment ever, you know, in pro wrestling history. That was his most, you know, most popular moment. Um. So yeah, Uh, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with it. Uh, I think it should be fun. I think they're not going to do media. Yeah, right. They're not going to do media. Uh, Triple H said in the previous interview that the reason why they don't want to. Do UK stuff like that? It's because they they lose a lot of money, you know, doing that stuff. And plus, they're not, and plus, yeah. they don't have the they they don't have the confidence to pull a hundred thousand person crowd overseas. Which makes sense from a business standpoint. I get it. I I wouldn't go overseas, you know, unless I'm getting paid to <laughs> paid to go. You know, what I mean, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't fly overseas to go to a mania. And you have your you have your base. You know, what I mean, I'll go from the east coast to the west coast. That's what I'm gonna do next next year. I'll go from the east coast to the west coast. Well, but as far as flying overseas, you know, you're not you're not gonna have a lot of your base. You know, do that. So uh, I think that's a smart call. But as far as Summerslam's concerned, you have the NXT UK takeover right beforehand. Makes perfect sense, man. I think it's a good call.
3: Yeah, man. I mean, I, I agree. Yeah. It ain't going to be mania, so yeah. <clears throat> I'm it, going to say I'm in the UK. Shout out to Bulldog.
1: Yep. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's about that time. Real quick, let's uh, jump right into it. Flavor of the Week, here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. All right, we'll review the most stereotypical gimmicks in WWE history. PNP Nation, this is all y'all. <laughs> what do y'all think? No, no, Brian. The first, uh, what's up, Brian? Um, the first person I think of is Sabu Simba. That's the first person I think of when Tony Atlas was Sabu Simba was just absolutely mm-hmm. horrible, man. Just horrible, horrible, horrible. As a matter of fact. Tell me the names and I will pull up the images. Uh <laughs> we have about a, uh, ten minutes left. Um just give me some names and I will pull them up
3: and how bad they were. I'm gonna um, give you this, man. He ain't really he, he really wasn't like a star, but Rocky King. That man was a black man with a jury <laughs> show getting his butt with every week by white people. How stereotypical can you get that? Yeah, that was NWA Rocky King. Yeah, that was um, bad. My man, my man, uh 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 what's my man? Um Iceman King Parsons. Yeah.
1: Yeah Black
3: man, I love King Parsons.
1: Yeah, that was yeah,
3: uh, uh there you go. I I don't know if Black News Brown was really stereotypical. He was just a tough black man in the Jiu Jitsu. I don't know if he was stereotypical, yeah. sir. Master was not black, Mo. I'm gonna tell Uncle Fred. I'm friends with him from he was city. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> um, <laughs> Uncle Fred, Uncle uh, Fred. Yeah, Mike Brown said, "Crime Time." There you go. That, that's on time. Yeah,
1: they were. <clears throat> yeah, they were for sure.
3: Harlem yeah. Heat. Before they were Harlem Heat, coming out with Colonel Robert 110th Crawford.
1: Street sucker. <laughs> oh, isn't that terrible? Sabu symbol, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, just uh, a Kamala uh, gimmick uh Kamala. yeah, yeah, Ugandan Giants, uh, Africa. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, okay I can
3: see. I that. got one, the first ever African American NWA heavyweight champion.
1: brad news brown was true.
3: Uh uh RC, yeah. He was K quick, he came off rapping, but to move some things yeah, come on. And this was early millennium. Come on, yes, man. Yes. typical. Really cool. Can you get. He got plants oh, in yeah, his head, lie. no shirt muscular. I <laughs> mean, if you took if you took Ron Killings and, and you stretched him about four years later, he would have been a part of the G Unit. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> D was putting the brother thing on there.
1: Right. Uh yeah, yeah, Robbie. Definitely, yeah, definitely a stereo. Yeah, Godfather. For sure. Definitely. Uh Body
3: Brown. Monty Brown.
1: Monty Brown, yeah, football player. He,
3: he was, the, it, he was just a black man at Russell. Yeah. yeah, the pounce was great. Yeah, that is
1: pounce.
3: a great finish move. The I pounce. Love the pounce. And what you call from, uh, Street Prophet should do that, because he did a great one on, uh Mar- yes,
1: he does it a few times. Yeah, he, he does it a few yeah, times. Yeah. I agree. He used to do the pounce, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about African-American gimmicks. So. Mike,
3: Mike, I'm going to slap you when I see you tomorrow. The Clown period. period!
1: Yeah, I, I liked uh, Monty Brown. I, I loved Monty Brown's uh, WWE song. Oh, <laughs> Marcus Corbin. Yeah. Hope <laughs> well, we can get those lyrics. He's them
3: like, so cherched. yeah so <clears> very
1: I cherched. got one. Oh, man, here we go. Heck! Uh,
3: hey. Hacksaw
1: Butch Reed. Really, you think Butch Reed uh, was stereotypical?
3: He was just a big black man with dyed hair. He didn't have no character.
1: Hmm.
3: He just beat the crap out of you and look mean. What's the stereotype though? He was more stereotypical than decent.
1: <clears throat> no, but the bad news, he was a uh, dude. His he was very stereotypical. His his his. uh Finishing move was called the Ghetto Blaster. Like, that's and he would,
3: yeah, yeah, he would yeah, cut yeah, right, promos. Yeah, right, yeah.
1: he, yeah, he, oh, was, you know what? You're right, he, he had a black fist, uh, he had a black
3: panther fist. You're right, because he split yeah,
1: up, yeah. He had the Black Like, okay. okay. yeah. Uh, just call me, so yeah, I, I love uh, Corvon's theme. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, I was trying to play it real quick. Um, Watch, watch me do what I do laying down my perfect groove. I'm liquid smooth and uh, coochie shoes. And the ladies know that I'm the man. I, I love the Corvine. <laughs> GR, bro. Oh, man. You're going down. Yes. Oh, that was great. That was very, very uh churchy. Oh, yes. Definitely. Definitely, Ryan. JYD, for sure. Yeah. It's a, a dude with a. Chain and a dog bone. A black yeah. dude with a chain wrapped around his neck and a dog bone. In a move called the. A thunk. black dude with a chain around his neck
3: and a dog bone. Yeah. I got, I got, I got one for y'all. Good.
1: <clears throat> Although I love JYD for, Shel- for the whole time.
3: Shelton Benjamin when he was I'll with talk. his mama. Oh, he was yeah. with his mother. Yeah,
1: that was pretty bad. Yeah, that was funny. when he
3: was with his mama. Yeah, he was a mama's boy, you yeah. know, baby boy, correlation. John, late John Singleton.
1: Yeah, that was that was pretty
3: bad. Yeah, Papa Papa was cool.
1: Papa Shangomo, like, what is that stereotypical? No, about? he was a He's voodoo. Was a voodoo, that's guy. not that's not uh, Africa. Africa is very uh, heavy on voodoo. You
3: know? I got one. Wait a minute. The, the ultimate GOAT stereotypical when I talk to this man. The man is hilarious. My buddy just texted me. Listen to this. New Jack. Oh, yeah. You cannot get no... You can't get no more... Oh, gosh.
1: Oh, man. Talk about stereotypical. New Jack he, came to, uh, he came out to... He came out to... Oh, gosh. Probably, uh, uh, I don't know. That's born killer. Nah,
3: nah, nah, yeah, that's nah, your yeah.
1: nah, nah, nah,
3: nah, nah. born killers. That was was that Dray, Dr. Cube, yeah, that's your born killers by Doctor Dre. That's all
1: by heart. I had to get <laughs> yeah.
3: the right. Yeah, um, I think he he. Was Mike, was, you know that song by heart? That's your born killers. Yeah, that's your yeah. born killers. Doctor Dre, Ice Cube. Yeah. Yep. And I he knew. played it during the whole match. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Uh, somebody <laughs> said. Oh Okay, God. this was back right, in the that's '70s. Probably, that's probably
1: one of the best ones. Virgil. Yikes! Yeah. Uh, a butler to uh, look this he was a rich white. He was a butler. To, he was a black butler to a rich white guy.
3: Yeah, that's uh. Look at this. That's <laughs> I'm gonna tell you one I know offhand. Sweet brown sugar.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember sweet brown sugar.
3: And somebody yeah. that sent me this pork pork chop cash.
1: I remember Pork Chop Cash. He teamed up with uh, Coco Beware.
3: And Norvell Austin.
1: Yep.
3: One of the blackest with that Jerry Carroll, P-Y-T. Yep. Emma Coco Beware? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Pork Chop Cash. Yeah, that was uh, very, very interesting there. Uh, Warrior went against Pork Chop Cash uh, in uh, 1988. Uh Tito Santana went against him in 1988, yeah, October 22nd. October uh, Warrior went against him, um, yeah, uh, in a wrestling challenge. Yeah. uh
3: oh, Rufus Jones.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah. Py uh, uh, the Pyt, yeah, very very interesting stuff. Uh, well, okay. Nigel, Nigel, who?
3: Who's that? My man. My who? man who uh still Thunderbolt Patterson.
1: Oh, uh Dusty Manager and the dot Sapphire.
3: Sapphire.
1: Stereotyp- what? What was stereotypical about her? Probably. Probably,
3: <laughs> probably because she was a heavy black woman. But I don't know if she, she didn't have a character.
1: Yeah, she did. Yeah, she didn't have a character. She
3: was just yeah. uh, me.
1: She was just Her, an every woman type of, you know. Now, you know, just a one of those one of those church mommas, you Chris, know what I mean, that's, uh, that's 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 what surf. I guess maybe that was stereotypical because uh, she was a church mom she looked like a church mom. Um, I, I guess brother, I, I didn't brother, think it was that stupid. It was Chris It was yeah, a very yeah. stupid.
3: My my other buddy Chris said, uh, uh brother, Devo." Like, oh yeah, that
1: was yeah, that was yeah, that, that was stereotypical. Yeah, definitely uh, the, the the church deal. Um, yeah, that was stereotypical. Yeah, I think prime time was uh, as good as far as being stereotypical. Um, that I think that was one of the only ones that actually worked, though. You know, for, as far as stereotypical wise, that one actually. That that been actually pulled out to be it turned out to be pretty good for them. So I've had JTG on the show. Bobby
3: the,
1: Walker. He's been on the show one of the most than anybody, and uh, he liked it. He he thought it was a good idea. So it was more of a Robin Hood type of deal. So I think it was it was they didn't portray them in a negative light. They portrayed them in a positive light. So that was good. Hardware, Bar- Bobby Walker. Yeah, I mean, but I think that was a positive light too. I mean, Sabah Simba was a very negative light. Uh, Virgil was a negative light. Um, who else did we say? I'm, I'm thinking of ones that, that that just was just a negative light. Uh, I think those, I mean, really, Virgil and um, Sabah symbols. Saba symbols probably the worst. Uh, that, that was terrible. Primetime players, nah. <clears throat> no, no, I mean, it's i guess you could say i mean hustlers or whatever perhaps but it was again it was a positive light no i don't think i don't think they stereotyped him at all he was a black guy who knew karate like that's actually very rare as far as like the had a slipper, <laughs> so, slipper and- yeah it was uh, i guess, i i guess james brown yeah but I wasn't stereotypical in a, in a positive and negative, negative light at all, though. It was very, it was stereotypical in a positive light. So I'm thinking of people who were stereotypical in a negative light. Um, Godfather was stereotypical, but that wasn't necessarily in a negative light. Although, you, you know, black pimps and stuff like that, perhaps, but it wasn't necessarily a negative light. Like Sabasimba. Simba, there wasn't anything good about him. Like that, that, that was, especially when he was Tony yeah, Atlas, man. he was a yeah. tag team champion. And then somehow Vince McMahon thought tag team champion. what the first African-American tag team champion of all time. Tony Atlas was way over way before Sabah Simba. And then he thought that somehow this would work. Like, it just seemed like there was no, Type of direction at all. Like there's not like he, it's not like he was trying to bring him to the to the WWE to to push him or anything like that. It was just, it was it was bad. It was it was real bad. So, all right, y'all. Uh, I'm seeing some, you know, Ron Simmons. I don't know what was ter- stereotypical about him when he came to Farouk when he when he was Farouk. I guess yeah, it was that was stereotypical when he was Nation of Domination. There you go. Um but again, I mean P- Street profits, that was that not a negative light. Um Yeah. I mean, there's a <laughs> yeah, lot of street Profits.
3: Pro- yeah. Street but, profits and uh what's was the uh AEW? Um
1: Private Party.
3: Uh Private Party, they're not like negative light.
1: Yeah, they're not a negative light. Yeah. Yep. Ahmed Johnson. No what was there to the go on him? There was any there
3: wasn't anything.
1: What this was, was a big black stero- dude. Yeah, what was it's he? a soft. stereotype of he wasn't a stereotypical at all. This big black dude, no yeah. character. Y'all just, y'all
3: just saying,
1: y'all just saying black wrestlers now. Y'all don't even know why y'all want a stereotype. Like y'all, y'all, don't even have an explanation of why y'all just want to say the black wrestler. Come on, y'all, man, y'all ruin this. <laughs> y'all, ruin, y'all, ruin, y'all ruin, y'all ruining this uh, flavor of the week, man. Y'all just say, oh, I'm Ben Johnson. <laughs> No, no, no. No dice. Uh, All right, y'all. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. Uh, Go to the uh, Patreon, Pancakes and Power Slams. Um, Got some shirts. Uh, Oh, we got some. Got some. I got a new design coming up. So be sure to check that out. Uh, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it at all. I think you'll like it a lot. So go check there. Go check. uh, Go follow my dude. tech. Underscore UTMR. Do it. Do it now. <laughs>
2: Go do it.
1: Do it now! now. I do it for you. Do it now. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, y'all. dot Patreon.com slash power Go there. You guys have a wonderful. The boogeyman. What? I mean, what was he stereotyping? I I don't know what was he still as I don't understand. Yeah, I agree. Just saying, people now. To- yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, it's been a great. It's been a. It's been a fun ride. I've enjoyed it as it's, it's always. It's been an special honor. Shout to, special shout out to Brian Cage. Been on the show live next week. Actually, uh, we're playing uh, pancakes power guys. We're booked until mania. Uh, we've got a uh, show. We got. Uh, uh, guests coming on every week so it's going to be fun uh all except for one history uh,
3: all
1: all all except for one agreed to do live uh video and uh that the one who didn't agree with it had to get up had to get up like super early in the morning so it's going to be a video but it won't be live and that's a few weeks down the line but cool we got some really cool really cool stars uh coming not wait so uh, big man, shout out, to, uh, Mike. We... Thanks, Mike. Sh- shout out to Marissa. Uh Lexi has once again; she's been banned from the building for the third time. Hell. We're building, we're building this up. We, we up the next We week. have not seen a duel, a face-off between Marissa and Lexi. When Lexi's here, Marissa's gone. It's when Marissa's here, Lexi's gone. This is some suspense, man. <laughs> so
3: you got to tune speaking in. taking a break Speaking <laughs> of black history, I got uh, formerly known as Abraham Washington, uh, Reverend Con- um, Jeremiah Constantine on my show next week. So hit me up on Twitter,
1: yes, uh, for
3: questions,
1: yes, uh, hit uh up for next week. Good stuff, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next week, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless, and always remember, I do it for you. Do it for you. Go we gotta go. Bye bye. <laughs> We're out of time.